in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the Top Ten, I'm John Roca. And I am Matt Nost. And this is a show that we do for our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. They send in question topics, whatever they want us to talk about. We don't know what it is beforehand. We just answer them as they come. So you get our raw, unvarnished thoughts and opinions on whatever comes in. And whose turn is it to start this time? I think it's your turn. Your turn. Okay. I like it unvarnished. I like that. Uh, Let's do it. That is right. All right. First one comes from... David Barange, that's how I'm going to pronounce it, Sure. says, what's up, Matt and John? Here's a random assortment of questions for you both. Can't wait to hear your responses. What is your favorite adult beverage? Parenthetically, I know you don't drink anymore, Matt, but you did, and you don't seem to mind talking about those days, so I figured it wouldn't hurt to ask. Wow. Uh, So we can start there. What's your favorite adult beverage, John? What does it mean, adult beverage? I don't don't think it means. Come on. you know, adult beverage. A beer, martini, scotch on the rocks. That is mine, by the way. Probably whiskey. Whiskey and Diet Coke is probably the, the good choice. I like that combo. I know people are like, oh, what kind of man chases with Diet Coke? Go fuck yourself. This is what works for me. Yeah. I like it. You're Take still it. drinking whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I like the whiskey and I like to get, and as I've gotten older, I understand like how to disseminate the best whiskey from the shit whiskey and where to get it from and how to enjoy it neat, but also how to enjoy it on the rocks and with a chaser. So to me, I just like that combo. It works well. It's smooth. I get nice and buzzed off one. I try to keep my tolerance level really low so I don't spend a lot of money on liquor and what have you. So I like to drink that. It's it's my choice there. That's my favorite. If we're talking beer, of course, stouts, uh, probably the caramel or coffee stouts are the best. Sure. For me. And then if we're talking wine, I'm a big fan of like the, the more robust Cabernets. I like a strong flavor. So when the Cabernets, when you can taste that, uh, that wood or the oak a little bit, I like that. And, uh, if, if it hits me all at once, I like that. Um, cause I used to have noirs, but noirs, you know, they can be a bit light. But once I tried a really bold cab, I was like, okay, there we go. Now we're talking. So. I just like the strong uh, flavors in, in liquor, no matter what I'm choosing. But those are my choices. Matt? Uh, I never had a glass of wine that I liked. <laughs> really? Not shit. a single one. I mean, I've only had so many. I just, I kept, yeah. my parents are the type that go to nap and whatnot. Oh, yeah. You know, once a year-ish. Right, right. Uh, I'm sure it doesn't average out to that much, but a decent amount. Sure. So they've been wine drinkers. They didn't, my parents didn't drink at all when I was a kid. And then basically yeah. we all left for college and then they started to, you know, enjoy wine. Um, which good for them. I'm glad mm-hmm. they enjoy it. Uh, yeah, so I'd have it with them occasionally, which would be nicer wine, but it still tasted like shit to me. So I never, never had a single wine that I liked. But as far as hooch, man, I got tons. <laughs> I always loved, uh, uh, seven and seven and seven and diet coke. Those Whoa. are. 
So good. Oh. <laughs> and Captain and uh Captain and Sprite is okay. fantastic. <laughs> it tastes like a cream soda. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's good. Uh, whiskey, whiskey and water or oh, really? scotch on the rocks were my two favorites. Okay. By the end. Okay. Um, I just, I ended up really enjoying just the flavor of whiskey and scotch in general. So I didn't want it diluted anymore. It wasn't a matter of, I need to cover the taste. Whereas with vodka and gin and all that shit, it's just like, yeah. I don't like the taste at all. Yeah. That's Even fair. on your high end vodkas, they was all like, yeah, it tastes like vodka. It's. Like the people that take straight shots of chilled vodka, I never understood when I bartended. Be like, yeah. that's what you want? Like, okay, I'll happily make you whatever you want. But so fucking strong, dude. It's just gross. Yeah, that too. That too. Like at least with, I didn't like tequilas until I found Anejos because if they're soaked mm. in scotch barrels. And I was right. like, oh, that tastes kind of like scotch. I love scotch. <laughs> Uh, but it was good to me. I could understand why you shoot that. Whereas like vodka just tastes like, unless you get the flavored stuff, but yeah, that didn't really become hugely popular until I start, stopped drinking. Well, I think that's why it's a Russian drink, isn't it? I mean, the Russians really like to pride themselves on their yeah. low their life expectancy. Well, no, but the strength, <laughs> you know, their strength and tastes stuff. like car battery. <laughs> Perfect. They love it. Give me more. Light them up. This, both your accents sound very <laughs> realistic in the way. Hey, he's money. He's exactly. Money. Don't uh, splash the chips <laughs> wherever the fuck I want. I stick it in you from last time. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, this, this, uh, vodka, I used to drink vodka all the time. It always mixed. And, but oh. whenever I drink it straight, it's like, oh my God. God. So, mm -hmm. um, it's no surprise. Russians who pride themselves on strong stomachs and being strong people. That is a strong drink to be downing constantly shots of. It makes no sense to me at all because it is a powerful, powerful. What drink. about shots? What shots did you like? Or do you like? When was the last time you did a shot? Oh God. It's been a long time. Yeah, uh, we're old. Yeah, I mean, maybe I did a shot like on one of my Outlaw Nation shows one night when I was celebrating either Christmas or New Year's, maybe last, not last year, but the year before when I was drinking and I would do or on my birthday or something like that. I think maybe I had a shot or two. Um, but I know the world girls, those girls do shots that you can pay them a certain amount of money. They do shots. And I'm like, yeah, I, you're young. Knock yourself out, ladies. You guys can recover the next day. I would be dead the whole Yeah, I can't day. imagine what a hangover would do to me now. <laughs> it's been so long. I used to, used to live with that was my normal. I wake up and I feel terrible. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's part yeah. of the, the deal. <laughs> the sun, why is the sun so bright? Um, but yeah, no, I don't remember. I mean, they would just do straight liquor shots. I don't know if they would be, what, what do you mean? Like any flavored shots or something like that? Uh, well, you could do like a, a, a Jaeger bomb. Oh, there's a great thing at uh back when big wangs existed and it doesn't exist in hollywood anymore i don't know where it is around la but they they used to have a thing called a wang banger and you would drop the glass into orange juice so i think it was bourbon into mm -hmm. orange juice and you shoot that and that that was a fucking great shot i loved wang bangers i could put four or five of those away easily in a night um along with other drinking so yeah yeah I like those. those. Let's see. Um, Dead Nazi, Rumpelmintz and Jaeger. I like those. 
Uh, buttery crown, butter schnapps and crown royal. Yes. That, that was a good one. Those are, those are dangerous. If you have a, they are. Food, well, it's, yeah, it's like a, a, eating a piece of butterscotch. Yeah. Oof. It's too good. Uh, yeah. red royals, which is just crown royal and grenadine. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never went in for the kamikazes and all that. They're fine. Yeah. They're never really my cup of tea. Right. Um, oh, what was that one? Chocolate cake. That was good. Oh, the chocolate cake was good. Uh, Oof. yeah. Those are yeah, good. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Cause eventually yeah, I got to the same. I was just like, yeah, I'll take a shot of Jaeger. Yeah. Right at the end. Uh huh. Just so long as the bottle's got that frost on the side. Yeah. I'll just take a shot of the Jaeger. <laughs> it's freezing cold, man. I love that stuff. And I hate black licorice. It's disgusting, but I loved Jaeger. What do we have? What about Malort? Did you like that? Did you, <laughs> I didn't try it. I don't, I don't drink. Like you couldn't drink it. That's right. That shit smelled terrible. Oh God! You were talking about battery acid. Woof! Yeah, it smelled. See, it's like that to me was Marmite. Like you need to grow up drinking on that. Oh yeah. To enjoy it, <laughs> um, or Vegemite or whatever the shit one is that yeah. everybody swears. If you didn't have this growing up, then you're gonna hate it. Yeah. Uh Okay. What's the other part of the question here? Uh, we got, uh, the next part is it, uh, did you ever have a dream car, motorcycle, boat, Vespa, whatever? So any kind of mode of transportation? Not, I'm not really a car guy or a motorcycle. I mean, like the Harleys weren't always nice when you saw them, but they were so fucking loud, man. Um, but dream car, I don't know, maybe. I mean, the Bugatti is the one. I've talked about it already on the show a few times. Like, ever since I saw Mayweather drive a Bugatti, my mind was blown. That's a fucking incredible car. Once again, like six miles to the gallon or a one and a half miles to the gallon, whatever it is. But it's an incredible, beautiful car. And so when I saw that, that put the hook in me, but good. You know, and those are, what, 1 million, 1.5 million? Uh, I would, yeah, I think on the minimum. Yeah, exactly. The low end. Yeah, it's like a fair stupid. As soon as you put one mile on it, it drops the value somehow. Like it's okay. That's the only thing I hate about cars. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah, you yeah. true buy this really expensive car, you drive it, it hurts the value, and you're like, yeah. So yeah. what? It's just supposed to sit there for all time. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. Vespa. Why would he put Vespa? No, neither one of us. I don't know. Maybe you, uh, just always had your eye on a specific Vespa. Who knows? What about you? Why does it gotta be me? It could be you. You could be into Vespas for God's sake. It could be. Well, the, you know, I'm reading the question, so you answer first. That's why it's directed <laughs> at you. That's fair. That's and fair. when you say, why would you say a Vespa? I'd be like, I don't know. Maybe he thought. Um, what do I when do? I was a kid, I loved, I can't remember if it was a 57 or a 59 Corvette. Oh, nice. Um, and I still have, an affinity for them, but I'm not going to pay whatever the money. I don't care because it's right, right. it's a car. It gets you from point A to point B. Yeah, I, I think if I, uh, I've almost bought one of those electric uh, bikes. Oh yeah, where it's like a Super Seventy Three was the one I had my eye on for a while. But I was like, how much am I actually going to use this? It's right. you know like fifteen hundred bucks. It's not that expensive. Yeah, um, but it was back when we were going to Collider. Oh yeah, yeah. When That's I first started thinking about it, I was like, ah, oh, from my house here, it's like, it's, it's got the range. It can do like forty miles in a day. It'd probably take me an hour to get up there, taking all surface streets. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know what? It's save on the car. It's better for the environment. I, you know, I, I was convinced or, myself getting that. 
<laughs> um, just to drive the car less, use I, I'd be paying less in insurance, less in gas, Smart. less in all that. It would just take more time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there are certain days where she's like, you know what? I have the hour up, an hour back. Right. Plus, there are some days where actually it might be quicker on this thing than oh, the yeah. car. Go dart in and out. Yeah, I can just go down surface streets, and I don't have to worry about all this other bullshit that you guys have to worry about. It's true. What is the what is the legendary motorcycle everybody talks about? Like, oh, I don't even know. Like, there's a Ducati. Ducati, that's it. The Ducatis are fucking nice. They're great. Those are nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If I ever got a motorcycle, I think I'd get a Ducati instead of a Harley. Yeah. Me too. I would absolutely take a Ducati. Um. But. They're so annoying. I've had the idea of like, ah, it'd be cool to have a motorcycle. Um, but every person that I've known that owned a motorcycle said the exact same thing, independent of one another, which is you need to resign yourself to the fact that you will get into an accident inevitably. And yeah, there's a good chance it's going to be nothing, but because you're unprotected, it could very easily escalate into something pretty severe. Yeah. So how much do you want to ride this motorcycle? Yeah. Like, Okay, it's a good point. But I've heard that from, uh, I've got like three or four friends that are dedicated motorcycle riders. I would go insane riding a motorcycle at night. I just would go insane. I, I don't believe that I would survive that situation. Eventually I'd, I'd go crazy, you know, because I see the way people drive in San Diego down here, dude, dude, people driving 80, 85 easy on the highway. It's crazy. So late at night on those one lane roads when you're going off the, uh, highway onto the so- service streets, those ramps, man, they, they, it gets tight and it gets scary, dude. I can't even imagine being on a motorcycle with shit like that. So, see, I think up by you would be pretty fun because you got all the hills and the winding roads and whatnot. Uh-huh. If you could do it solo, I'm saying solo, sure. But yeah, cars are gonna taking... come out of nowhere. One of them old um, biddies. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I mean, it's the part of the. Danger of a motorcycle, man. Yeah, exactly. I've wanted one, but at the same time. Uh, all right, moving on. His last question is this. What's the one athletic ability you wish you had or could do? Thanks, guys. Be well, David. Well, what does that mean specifically? Well, what does it mean to you? I don't know. Why do I got to define what it means to you? <laughs> Sometimes you have a better grasp on these questions. I would assume like, okay, uh, throw a 70-yard Oh, dunk. Yeah, of course. I've never been able to dunk. And I, you know, and I never was able to commit myself to those programs that supposedly would put inches on your vertical so that you could dunk. But if I could ever learn how to dunk, I think that I would have played basketball for much longer than I did. Um, Because I enjoy, I mean, it was a good 20 years where I played, you know, uh, pickup or, or in the military or whatever. And you just kind of hit that wall and you can't find that game anymore. And you play, like I played with you guys a few times. That was like, you know, coming out of retirement type thing. Mm. But if I could dunk, man, holy fuck, man, I, I'd be, I just would be camped out in the middle trying to oh, figure out ways to get up in there and slam. I mean, almost every basket would be a dunk if I could do it, to be honest. Oh yeah. yeah. I think that's such a no brainer that we should take it off the table because it's my thought. <laughs> Yeah, like something else, another all right, all right. athletic endeavor. Because, of course, dunk. I mean, can you imagine being Ja? Oh, dude. Jumping so high that you could rest your chin on the rim? Like, no. But that would be my first choice as well. I would yeah. love to be able to throw down something ridiculous like that. Of course. Um, 
but it just, uh, it's not in the cards. So what are you going to do? Um, so outside of that, yeah, like, um, shot putting world record in the interest swimming no. as fast as Michael Phelps. Oh, speed skating. Okay. I would love to be able to speed skate. I love speed skating. I love watching it. It better than track, better than those bike things around. There's something about the speed skating aspect of things because, and it's not even, it's even better at times than hockey for me. Mm-hmm. When you're watching the individuals go and they're darting in and out of those fucking lanes and who's going to get ahead, who's going to get behind. It is so dangerous and there's so much drama and it's, it's almost like watching a human NASCAR race on ice and it's insane how, um, crafty you have to be and how quick and how, uh, but quick, I mean, by thought, pro- like how quickly you have to think and move in those situations when a, when a window opens up for you to take advantage of it, you know, and, uh, I just love it. So when I watch it in the Olympics, like winter Olympics now, I, I'm only, I think I've watched one hockey game, women's hockey game, and then I've watched the speed skating stuff. That's pretty much it. And I love it. So yeah, like what was his name? The guy in the 1980s, Brad something. I forget what his name was. He was huge. And then there was that, uh, Black woman or black guy for the last few years who's been incredible, no kind of idea. trained on his own. He trained on his own without the team. There was all this drama around it. Then he showed up and won medals. Okay. So, but I love it. It's such a great fucking ability. I wish I could do that. The only name I can pull off the top of my head is Bonnie Blair. Oh yeah. Bonnie Blair was great as well. Yes. I remember her. Um, and it sounds like you'd be a roller derby fan. No, I hate roller derby because that's. That's cheap. Throwing fucking elbows and shit. They're not doing that in speed. You're not throwing. Well, you just said NASCAR on ice and be like, well, even we know it's be more NASCAR-y. That's true. I guess that's true. Would be here. Roller. Eric Hyden. That was his name. Eric Hyden. He was big in the 1980s in in, uh, Lake Placid. So I remember watching him and winning all those. So yeah. What about like pulling off a flawless bicycle kick? You know what I mean? One of those where they're fully inverted and it's just a perfect goal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that would be sure. like, that hey, would be pretty awesome. I would oh, love yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm just trying to think of like cool things that you can do in all the different sports. Cuz you could say like uh, skateboarding or snowboarding or skiing sure. or doing all the jumps and all that jazz. Yeah. Um snowboarding is awesome. Well, let's see what else is there. Now you got me down a wormhole. Yeah. Dan Jansen was another one, right? Dan Jansen for the States. Yeah. Shaney Davis is who I'm thinking of in Turin and so in uh, Vancouver. Don't even know that name. Yeah. He meddled. I I haven't watched one second of Winter Olympics. Really? Is it the China thing? You just that interested? Uh, it's lack of interest. Okay. I mean, I'm going to act like I'm a really good dude and say (laughs) it's the China thing. Yeah. Although I did see the pictures circulating from the big air competition for skiing. Oh, yeah. And they did it in the steel mill. Yes. And initially upon seeing it, I was like, oh, my God, this is gross. This is why you don't have it in Beijing. And then I heard the explanation as to why they chose the site and the skier's perspective. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Which is like, oh, it allows us to – now we could do this in downtown uh, Chicago if we wanted to. Right. Just have to build the thing like to take – to expand the sport. It's like that makes sense. Um, I mean, it doesn't make sense that Beijing is hosting a Winter Olympics when they apparently average six days of snowfall a year. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, 
you're not wrong there. No, I read an article about the pitch process and how they ended up getting it. It really came down to, we made you so much money last time. You really going to go with Kazakhstan? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what they did. That is the, in essence, the it, it pitch. Was one page. It wasn't even, it was like yeah. three sentences. It wasn't even a whole, there was no graphics or any kind of video presentation. I'm just going to slide this piece of paper across and then we're yeah. done. Was, Yao was the face of their delegation. Oh, dude. And they just Yao used the old meme of him like smiling, <laughs> laughing, where he, and just clowning on. It's a picture of that pointing at Kazakhstan. They saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a TikTok of him just pointing. Yep. Bowen, I, did you I mean, see uh, Bo and Yang do uh, Yao on? No. Oh, dude. The SNL TNT thing they did about NBA. Oh, my God. Bo and Yang's Yao was fucking – I was on the ground. I was laughing so hard, man. It was such a good imitation. So I'm guessing Chris Red did Shaq. Chris, Chris Red did – no, and... he did Kenny Smith. Um he did uh, Kenny Smith? Who did Keenan Shaq? Thompson did Shaq. Keenan Thompson did Shaq. Oh, Keenan does uh Charles. Who did Charles? Yeah. Was it? Wait. Hold well, on. Well, I, I, I haven't seen it, but I just assumed Keenan would do Charles. Chris Red would do Shaq, but okay, he does Kenny. All right. Yeah, it was the one with um they had Ariana De- No wait, no, was it the one with Ariana DeBose? Did they bring Michael Che off the desk? Or whatever his name is. I think it's Michael Che. Yeah, Michael Che. No, they didn't have him on there. Hold on. Let me see. Let me find it. Cause I, I want to make sure who, who was playing what. SNL, Yao Ming. Was it Bowen Yang who was on this thing? Well, he's their only Asian cast member that I know of. Yeah, no, obviously it was Bowen Yang as Yao, but I didn't know if this was the sketch, the one I just clicked on, the one with Ariana DeBose. Yeah, it is. It is. She plays Candace Barker. Barkley. Oh, okay. Yeah, Chris Red is no- Smith. Keenan is Charles, so there is no Shaq. Yeah, I guess Yao okay. replaced Shaq, and they had a whatever's name playing Kenny, not Kenny. Uh, oh, Jesus, who's Ernie Johnson? Sorry, Ernie Johnson. Um, but dude, his Yao was fucking hilarious. Um, because they give they just put him in a big suit, and he just stands but simulates like he's sitting. Oh my god, fucking genius! That's funny. Fucking genius. Anyway, um, all right. So we move on to the next one. Yeah. Let's all move right, on to the a, next one. Got a few minutes left in the show. Let's do one more question. Thank you very much, David Branch. This is from Andrew Gorzis, Gorzis, Gorziki. Is that right? Would you say Gorziki? Gor, yeah, Gorziki. Gorziki. All right. Gorziki. Gorziki. Sorry, Andrew. I don't mean to maul your name. Please correct it for us later if you like. Hey, John and Matt. Hope all is well getting through this winter. So as a way to pick up some extra cash, I'm about to start going into substitute teaching. I am nervous about all the different scenarios I could encounter and trying to figure out what kind of classes to aim for to start. Obviously, with younger grades, little kids can be crazy, hard to keep settled, and let's not forget the chances of pee, poo, and snot. It's true. But going for high school, I just figured the attitudes would be tough to deal with. I also try to look at the pro and cons of the high school classes are only an hour and you repeat the same thing all day. Whereas the younger grades, you have the same kids all day, which has its own positives and negatives. Well, this guy's talking all around this thing. Yeah. So my question is to you guys, if you were in my situation, what classes would you feel the most comfortable going into sub? What age ranges and school subjects would you want to take on or any you would outright avoid? Maybe your thoughts might help me lean one way or another. Thanks for all the good times. Drew Gorziki. Gorziki. All right. Matt. 
Well, to answer your question, high school seniors sex ed. Let's do this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's do this. What do you want to uh, no, I, <laughs> I would, uh, I mean, it'd be, you know, the, the young kids are wild and rambunctious and all that. Yeah. Um, but I think that would be more daunting as a substitute teacher because you do have to have a full day's plan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to do. And even if it's only like we need to do like five things today over the course yeah. of six, seven hours, yeah. but still, whereas the high school is just like, I got to repeat the same spiel X number of times during the day. So I think that would be easier. Okay. Um, plus you could treat them like adults and there's some rationality there depending on the school, obviously. Uh, cause you know, if, if we watch enough movies about unruly sk- kids from eighties films, there are some schools that are just. Apparently war zones, although I don't know that that exists anymore, but oh, yeah. I, I haven't been in the school in 20 years. So what the hell do I know? It must exist. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I would take high school and seniors just because they're the most adult. So it'd be the easiest to be like, listen, if you don't give me shit, I'm not going to give you shit and we'll get through this. And I think that that honesty and it's fine. I remember the, the teachers would come in sub in high school. So it's like the ones that were on top of their game. We're fine and mm-hmm. nobody tried to exploit it. It was the ones you could tell were back on their heels and, and you know, blood is in the water at that yeah. point. So <laughs> if you're going to do the high school kids, act like you got your shit together. Yeah. I, I do remember that. We had one guy that would come in like twice a year, three times a year and just every time be like, fucking somebody's taking him for a ride. <laughs> uh, just getting, Hey, can I get a hall pass? And they're just gone for the entire class. <laughs> Show back up for the last minute and he doesn't do shit. No. Uh, well, what about end, you? But in the end, you lose out. Like you lose out because you don't get that education. You don't get ah, one yeah. random day <clears throat> on, on a sub day. You're not learning much. You never know. Um, for me, it would be PE to freshmen. I think that would be the, or, or maybe even sophomores. Uh, that would be my, so I would take high school, freshmen or sophomores, and the only class I teach is PE. So that, that way, I don't have to deal with them that much. I can send them running around. Uh, I can send them to work out in the gym and I'm just sitting there reading my newspaper or my phone. And if anything happens, one of them will let me know. So it's a great way to stay away from that enclosed space of a, of a classroom and have any kind of threats or issues pop up. And I'm not really teaching you that much. I'm just making sure you're working out and maybe I'm teaching you about nutrition or whatever. I should be the last person to teach you about nutrition, but I'm doing all the lesson plan there. But at least every time I teach the class, even though it's the same shit over and over again, different students I get to people watch them try to work out, which I think is funny. And I would get some enjoyment out of watching them mess up and try to work out or get it done or be impressed by people. So that would be my choice. It's kind of a cop-out choice, but that's my choice. It's on the table. Look, it is a job that exists. Yeah. So, yeah, why not take it? Um, But I didn't say what class I would take. I'd take study hall. (laughs) I get to read a book all day or whatever it is. I've got my phone just out of their view right underneath the the desk and I'm just on my phone all day long. Study hall is what I'm taking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd have to look at whatever curriculum is possible, but history would be the easiest for me just to plug and play. Um, oh, what's the subject and whether or not I know anything, but I could study enough for one day's teaching. That wouldn't be hard. 
Yeah. But something like uh, physics or biology or I'd have to specifically go back and relearn whatever the lesson is because if it's the actual equations and breaking down, dude, I haven't done that shit in so long. Maybe, maybe drama. I could no. teach drama. I think sure. that seems to make the most sense because then you, you don't have to deal with too much. Because most people who do drama want to be in drama. Yep. Most people, you know, if you go into history or math or science, it's because you have to go. Yeah, true. Whereas drama is an elective. So that would be easy to teach since people there want to learn, want to get better, want to yeah. listen to you and, and, and do, you know, learn how but to. But Andrew, if you end up with the young kids, that could yep. be fun too because they could be. Sure. Both but I think the the more daunting task of having to follow an entire day's plan as opposed to just yeah. we need you to repeat this thirty minute spiel several times today. Right. I think ease of use or ease of execution. I think the others, the, the older kids, would probably be easier. Yeah. But if you're no. subbing, if you want a long term position, I guess this is an easy way to figure out what type of age range works best for you. So yeah. Hopefully it works out, man. Good luck, man. Yeah. Good we'll question. Thank you for the question. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up there, man. Thank you, uh, to Andrew and thank you, uh, to, um, to, uh, David Branch for those two questions. We appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, keep sending in your questions, thoughts and comments. You know, we need to kind of replenish. We've got a, we've got a decent amount, but we'd like to replenish them. So please keep sending in your questions, thoughts, anything that occurs to you. You want to hear what John and Matt have to say about this or that. Send them in. Doesn't have to be long winded. Doesn't have to be 10 paragraphs. Always nice if you do that, but doesn't have to be. Just send in your questions, thoughts, and comments and fun things for us to kind of, uh, consider and talk about. And, uh, you know, we never read them ahead of time. So you always get our authentic mm-hmm. and as Matt said, unvarnished reactions. That's right. And comments. So, um, there we go. Uh, what do we say? Matt? Anything else to say? Fire away. Follow the show at top 10 show on Twitter. All spelled out. Otherwise on YouTube and Instagram, it is forward slash the top 10 podcast with the number 10. So please hit us up and you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. And you follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. And we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode here of topic thunder. Ooh.